Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and Happy New Year for those who are just tuning in, and for those who aren't, Happy New Year anyway. We're still happy to hear you, and happy if you can hear us. But this is Kaylin Patterson, and that is Desiree Fletcher Carruthers of the other Carruthers, and we are B for B Real Talk and Midwest Muscle in the house, in your house, in your car, in your earlobe. In your earlobe, and we are happy to be on the air once again, enjoying the day. And if you, yes, you, are looking for something that can do with natural bodybuilding, what the Enhanced has done with their group, and are looking for a vehicle to draw, if you goes like, well, there's a Roy. Like my truck through ice cream. Smacking through pillows and suburbs. It's that easy. Check us out at p4pmuscle.com. And now let's chit-chat with Amanda. Hello, Desiree. How are you? I am great. I am great. And, and you know, guys, I, you know, let's just, let's just start off the show with the fact that last week technical difficulties got the better of us. We had uh, a good start. We had a strong start. And then the next thing I know, it was just over. Uh, there was no Kaylin. It sounds like it's over now. Kaylin was always hearing beeping. I know I need a glass of water. And uh, and then that was just it. That was just it. We don't know what happened. So we're, uh, you know, we're already sending up prayers that tonight it's going to be good. You know, we've had our Kaylin's share. It doesn't always it. happen, but we've had our share of technical difficulties over the years. But oh, my uh, we always come back. We always come back. Bigger, better, faster, stronger. Yeah. So, with yeah. that being said, we were only up to show number five last week of our top five yeah. shows of 2020. Uh, so we still have exciting stuff to share. Yes, we do. And great content. Yeah. That's right. So with that, with that, with that being said, with that. Uh, we, we had, I mean, like, <laughs> you can't end the show, end the year better, and then start the year better, other than both of us having COVID at the same time. Uh, so, yeah, that's what we would equate it to. It was that bad. But. Even after the show was done, we tried again, and we still had the issues with the phone line. So it wasn't just uh, something happening online. It was something much deeper than that, and we don't know. Maybe they were tracking us because we were having too much content about stuff that they don't like to talk about. And who are they? Let's just put it in quotes and leave it at that. Hi, Desiree. How's your day? It was great. And just to be clear, because I know some of you guys are, you're imagining, you're only half listening. Kayla and I have never had COVID, and we definitely never had it at the same time. No, (laughs) no, we have not. Don't be running around saying, and they had COVID at the same time, and this, that, and no, it didn't happen. No, that's not true. It did not happen. It was an example lightening the technical difficulties Yes, you know, my name how... is Taylor Patterson, and I approve this message. <laughs> so much so, so much so. But you know what? I'm good. 
You know, the sunshine was out today. It's beautiful. We've got a top five to get down to. So, you know what? Let's get down to it, Kalen Patterson. Let's just do it. Get down to it. Yes, ma'am. Get down to it. Yes. 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 All right, here we go. Drum roll. Drum roll, please. You know, sometimes it's a wonder that we've been on the air as long as we have. <laughs> Anybody still yeah. tunes back into us. Sometimes yeah, I just don't know. All right, here we go. You know, I say praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. All right, here we go. Number five was Mark Meadows 2019 IPE Bodybuilding Pro Champion. Now, I know we started with the Mark conversation, um, and I think we were pretty much done with the Mark conversation. But just for recap purposes, I still have to recap the same point because this is still my same part, my space same favorite part of the same interview and if i can just say same a couple more times it might be okay one more just one same 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 interview same 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 favorite part same old same old just the same kaylin and that's how he was talking about how influential music lyrics are on young minds and You know, garbage in, garbage out. You want to listen to, you know, negative, crime-filled, violence-filled lyrics, it impacts the brain in a negative way. And I get it. And and we're dating ourselves, but, you know, it's so what? Uh, One of the things that, you know, I remember the first song I heard was The Message. And it was talking about all the the bad parts of inner city society that you can get caught up in if you're really not careful, you know, with who you hang around and how you conduct your day-to-day life. And, you know, when uh, all the other rap groups were saying something, there was something to it. And then there was uh, KRS-One <clears throat> who had a song or a rap song called My Philosophy. And then there was Fight the Power with... Uh, 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 public enemy. I mean, like there was so many messages in the song, and they were basically telling telling uh, the minorities to come together and get yourself together and and do something to increase your neighborhood, to increase your life, to increase your society. And everything wasn't always upbeat, but there was something to be said about how you can improve your life. And then I remember, <clears throat> I don't know if you remember Mosin Khan. Uh, that hurt him and his brother Wally when they were uh, really taking the Midwest by storm with the with their competitions, yep. especially with their age, and just doing so well. And then I just remember Wally, uh, who, who was really in, into in, into religion, and he said, you know, the only thing he was hearing now was basically that women were the B word. Uh, if they weren't the B word, they were strippers and stripper poles and uh, making money rain on their behinds and booties. And he said, where did rap go? You know, and I, I was really uh, surprised that, that he was saying these things because it, at his age, he was speaking much more maturely, all, almost like a Ryan Doris. And then it found out that they were all coming out of that uh, same gym. So they had a lot of private times and talks and Hobbadine Hilarion 
was one of the police officers that used to work out there, and he was good friends with them. So you could see that they weren't just at the gym being meatheads. They had actual dialogue about how to improve the community and society, and they wanted to use, like much like we do, wanted to use uh, natural bodybuilding as a catalyst to do it. So, <clears throat> I mean, it, it is very important what's being said, what's being shared, because you don't know who you're going to influence. And we were talking about that in our Sunday school lesson uh, Sunday about, you know, people are watching you. And, and if you're if you're not saying much, they're still hearing it, taking it for what it's worth. And if they put value to you, they're going to put value to what you're listening to and what you're doing with your life. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And so if you go back to the archives and you check out Mark Meadows' interview, which was on July 2nd, um, he talks about how, you know, fitness and bodybuilding really helped bring him out of that negative spot that he was in, you know, which supports everything that Kaylin was just talking about and, you know, some other very influential persons in our community that, you know, think exactly the same way. And so he talks about that, and it was just a really great interview. And there's a reason why it was in our top five, because he just resonated with uh, quite a few people and has quite a quite a good following. So just, just very impactful. I mean, it's a great story about his natural bodybuilding career, but just about his life in general. So July good. 2nd was when the uh, Mark – uh, Meadows interview aired. So go ahead and check it out. Check it out, y'all. Yeah, and check it out while you can because oh. while I don't have any definite news, the archives may not always be there. So you're going to want to go check out these interviews um, and, uh, and you know, find your favorites. Download them, keep them. Heck, even if they're not your favorite, download them for later if you've never listened to them. But uh, anyway, archive is available as it stands right now. So go look, uh, blogtalkradio.com. Look for P4P uh, Real Talk with Desiree and Kaylin, and then just search. You can search by keyword Mark Meadows. You can search by date, but search. Take a listen. It's a good one. All right. Number four, Kaylin. Number four of 2020. Drum roll, beatbox, whatever we've got. Number four was uh, with our good friend here, Leif Anderson, with the uh, The Natty Revolution, and he was talking about what the future holds, and this was back in May when we weren't really sure (laughs) what was going on with natural bodybuilding because it was largely on hold. It was on hold, wasn't on hold, on hold, we didn't know. But, uh, you know, we were still having some thoughts on what it could be when everybody was ready to call it quits. We're like, wait, wait now. Don't be premature. Yeah, there's a little COVID craziness going on, but uh, there's still a lot of opportunity there. He reminded me, uh, and, and, and this is just a comparison, simply because people were losing hope. And since this is the, the month of Martin Luther King, there was a man before him named Medgar Evans, <clears throat> and he was a civil rights activist who was gunned down as well. But everyone that went to his house went and talked to his wife, and then 
basically she was like, well, why are we talking about the man's past when we were still struggling with what's going on in the future? And that's what I was thinking with uh, what we, what he, what Leaf was dealing with. And basically she had written a book called for us, the living, because you know, life had come to a halt then as it is now. And she was basically saying, don't give up hope because the man's dead. I mean, like, you can't sit there and deal with the loss and just keep dealing with the loss and not doing anything progressively, seeking out a future for the people who are still here. And that's what Leaf was uh, basically doing. And he was very prophetic in what he did, because you figure in May, he didn't know what was going to be happening with, with all the shows and all the things in the future, but he was still pushing forward, and he backed it, stepping in, when it seemed like things were falling apart. So he didn't just speak it. He put that word into action and, and hit the grindstone and was, you know, working just as hard as the people who were trying to compete. So, you know, much love and, and, and big credit to him and all, all the kudos for, for stepping in and making sure that people did have a stage. You know, the Josh Millers, the Leaf Anderson, it, 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 they're a rare breed because everybody else was basically uh, throwing the cards in and folding their hands. And uh, it was really nice to know that we had people that were willing to back up their words with the action because, as you know and I know, they had to jump through all kinds of hoops to get that stuff done. The Ravenkowskis, where, where, you know, everything was so fluid and changing at the last minute, and they still found a way to keep those shows going. So, I, I, I mean, I was just really... Like it, it is good to listen to the archives sometimes, and see and see the people that did did hold true, and and did stick to their guns and did hold uh, you know hold on to their word, like it was their bond. And I really respect and appreciate all the promoters and organizational heads who who found a way when it seemed like there was just well not there was not no way, people had hope but they needed somebody to have hope in, and they they basically stepped in and stepped out and showed out. So, you know, big congrats to that. And I, I just love how prophetic that was and how it went. I just I just want to add that because that was, for me, that was huge. I mean, most definitely. So Leaf was on the show in May when we were talking about the future of uh, natural bodybuilding from a competitive standpoint, you know, what's going to happen. And then literally our number eight show, which was the uh, North American Natural Bodybuilding Championships recap, um, that is a show where Leaf jumped in in a week's notice and made that happen. So when Kaylin says that these promoters that were able to come through and, you know, deal with all of the shifts and changes down to the last minute, I mean, they were really, they were really working and working hard yeah. to make sure that they provided an opportunity for the athletes. And that's really what, I mean, I can't think of one that had anything different to say about, well, why did you, you know, put yourself through all of this mess when you could have just canceled or postponed your show? And right. they're like, we wanted to give the athletes an opportunity to compete. Now, that's not to say that the promoters who um, did have to cancel or postpone didn't want to do the same. They just exactly. absolutely couldn't. There was nothing else for them to do but but the uh, the promoters who were able to find a way because somehow a way was still available, 
they went through the chaos to get it done so that the athletes who were still training could get out there and do their thing. Because, you know, that's, we all know exercise is good medicine. And for some people, the stage is what is necessary to keep them going, you know, yes. keep them focused on something positive other than what's going on around them. So, you know, when Kaylin says it was prophetic, it is because everything that Lee said, well, this could happen, this should happen, you know, this is what I hope happens, is what he had to make happen and, and other promoters too in order to even have a competition season in 2020. So it it was something else. Yes, it was. And uh, that's why I had such angst against uh, the people who were attacking the shows that could be done because – if you don't try during the worst situation, anything can slip you up when you think that the situation has gotten better. And so, you know, I, I, I went on a rant, uh, maybe not the best worded, but I was very frustrated uh, for what Des and I had known was going on. And just like they knew, I mean, just like we knew, they knew. And they still chose that time to say, you know, the, the negative things about a positive situation. And that, that's why I was so irked and ticked because we knew the people that the, 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 the trainers, the nutritionists, all of them knew just like we knew. And they still chose that time to try and slam natural bodybuilding. And then what, four months later, praise the enhanced about who looked best and, and that they nobody questioned about the lack of, uh, protocol, the safety protocol, and stuff like that. All that matters is who was geared the best to win on stage. And I was very, uh, I was deeply saddened by that. And I still am. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's something I think that's going to be ongoing, and I'll, I'll have that, uh, that that nick in my, my armor because it's, uh, it's definitely something that has to be addressed in the natural community uh, inside. Not worried about what other folks are saying, what we're doing for ourselves to support ourselves. But that's a whole nother rant. I'll let Dez take it again. Uh, sorry about that, Dez. I went off a little tangent. That's quite all right, Kaylin. It wouldn't be real talk if that didn't happen from time to time. All Thanks. right. Bless you. Drum roll. Beatbox. Boom. Something. Boom. 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 Coming in at number three, man, this show, I tell you what, was uh, our interview with Arius Norris, who was the uh, uh, bodybuilding champion of the North American. No, no, no. Do I have that right? Men's physique. He was the Classic men's physique. physique. Ah! No, no, men's physique. Men's physique. Men's physique. All right. Well, I yeah. was close. I knew it was a bigger one. All right, there we go. But I knew he was the winner. I needed to go back and re-listen to that. But anyway, Arius, good interview. Yes. Uh, now, he's been taking uh, the, 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 every show by storm. Uh, he, he, was, uh, he looked really good. Um, he was one of those, uh, boy, I, I tell you, you know, I, 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 he was the one that was really pushing the boundaries for the criteria. But he held his own well. He reminds me of a fellow we had that won the Natural Universe and the Natural Olympia. He beat out uh, Anthony Prignano, but I can't think of his name. Because he was a very, very healthy 
fella, and he, he basically took his physique for what it was and brought it to stage where people were trying to look for a certain look to get on stage. He took his body and made it a trophy and stepped on stage really holding his own, and it worked for him. And uh, he's out of Minnesota or Wisconsin. I can't think of his name for nothing. I, I'll, I'll check it up, and I'll share it to the uh, Midwest Muscle page. But anyway. Uh, he's of that size. When when he did his flat spread on stage, it was phenomenal. And he had a stacked lineup he had to get on stage with. And so he, he really held his own while he was up there and dominated at some, t- at some point because he'd already been on stage, I think it was three times prior, and I think three different states. Like So he, he was very comfortable on stage. He held his own on stage. And then he walked away with a big win. And also basically put himself in the lineup for the uh, the natural Olympia. And, you know, with, like I said, with the year that we were having, he was one of those, well, him and Denario were, were two of those where you really understood how much people wanted to compete. Because in the time of 2020, there was just no reason to have motivation other than having inner motivation. And they looked phenomenal on stage and and you know when when you were talking to him when when we were talking to Aries and and to see how he could just keep his mindset uh keep keep it real I mean like just keeping it real about you know like he was like it's not easy and you know a lot of people were saying you know you don't have any concern for your this is one of those times where you gilly gilly really get to hear all the facets that go into prepping for a show because people think you just lift weights and diet and then you get on stage and either you win or you don't. But he had everyone that was negatively minded speaking out, really thinking they had a legitimate beef with him getting ready for the show and competing. And it was just amazing that they would take the time when basically some kind of hope is needed and try to speak against it by speaking against him because he was supposedly putting people at risk by wanting to, to get out, get on stage because, you know, health and fitness is such a dirty environment. We're so unclean and we don't do anything like washing our hands when we go to the bathroom. So he had to fight against all of that. And it was just amazing how he, he basically held his own on stage and off, because that's not an easy thing to do, especially when it's family members and close friends who are trying to persuade you to do otherwise. So, I, you know, it, it's really – that one was a good eye-opener, and I, I remember getting a, a couple of messages uh, saying, well, you know, isn't he putting people at risk by doing what he was doing? And, I, you know, I said, no, because if if we are taking care of our bodies, as well because if you're if you're not doing good hygiene you're not going to be doing much of anything for long because you get sick because your health has already been jeopardized you're, you're not getting healthy you're getting sick and you're just just like an injury that's waiting to happen you're just a sickness waiting to happen as well and uh he really challenged society and he won and it was it was a joy to watch him do so because so many people were almost cheering for him to fail. And he spoke about that in the show. So if you get a chance to it, go listen to it, and you'll see the depths of what prepping for a show 
or, or trying to stay healthy can be when you have the worst of the worst trying to justify not being active at all, just staying at home and hiding away. So that one was a, a, a good one. And I loved his answers and responses. And because he carries himself like that on stage, it definitely shined through because people got to see the backstory, not just all the, the, the shine he did on stage, but the backstory to the competition as well. Yeah. And, I mean, and he was ready. I mean, it was in a yeah. number of weeks that he's like, all right, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. So it wasn't like a long prep. As Kaylin said, if you're not taking care of yourself, you're not training, you're not prepping for anything because you'll be sick yeah. and your body can't handle it. Um, you know, you won't be making the games that you would like to. So, and, and he was ready and we were all amazed, like, wow, that's all it took. I mean, for a minute there, I'm like, dude, you just need to stop now. <laughs> you just right. need to stop. Three weeks, knock it off. But no, he was ready. Yeah. And it's just a testament to his health and readiness. So August 20th, you can check that out. Arius Norris, A-R-I-U-S. Check the archives, go listen to that. And uh, and you know just just be entertained, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. I mean, all of our shows. Be entertained, enjoy. Take it for what it's worth. Pull the nugget out of there that can motivate you, enlighten your mind, whatever it might do, whatever it might do. But just enjoy. Why are why are you up away? What, what does that even mean? Reminded of that one. You know, Bill, I really appreciate your, appreciate your dedication. Oh, my goodness. What is you Bill saying now? I don't know. I, I, know. I, I, I feel like maybe I do, but it was like so many years ago that I even yes. shudder to think that's what he's still talking about. Yes, yes, yes. All right, okay, <laughs> so we had a disgruntled interview. <laughs> And he disgruntled <laughs> everybody else. There was no entertainment value. Uh, but, I mean, you could still be entertained by it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> we just can't live it down. We just can't. I mean, literally, uh, that was like, what, four years ago, guys? Four and a half? I think it Come was, on. yeah. <laughs> but the rest, yeah, I, I mean, it was still entertaining, just not yeah. in an entertaining way. I don't even if know if comedy, uh, if you want good comedy, go to that. <laughs> I can't even tell you where in the archives to go. I would have to look at it. And you know what? I am not going to tell you where in the archives to go. We'll just leave it at that. We're not going to do that. <laughs> it was just, it was an athlete um, who did not place the way that he felt he should, and instead of. Yeah, that's basically what the show was about. <laughs> How he was robbed. It, it, yeah. yeah, sixty minutes of that. It just, it just, yeah. And we didn't realize how toxic it was until all of our listeners were like, "You guys should be ashamed of yourself. Why did you put him on the air?" Yeah. We're like, we didn't know. We didn't know what direction it was going to go. But once we were in it, we were in it. And we tried okay, turning and, and, and it so fairness, many times. On Dev's, behalf, on Dev's behalf, we did not bring him on in that for that topic. I'll just No, like, we didn't. 
as that's what I say, we did not. We did not. So anyway, there you have it. Anywho. In my in my behalf, why am I why am I needing to be defended? Who 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 out there is is giving me a hard time? Well, because I oh, didn't yeah. want to leave that part out. I did not want to leave that part out. <laughs> I was gonna say because, we like you not, said, we with, never with bring speculation. We never bring anyone on the show um, to to lament something that they feel was. I mean, unless it was you know, a personal win. We would never bring an athlete on the show to talk about how they were robbed. We would never do that. I mean, he was a solid athlete, good results. Oh, yes. Good good history on the stage. Um, that show just, it just wasn't his show. It just wasn't no. his show. And, and you know, enough. now, and, and with hindsight, uh, you know, even – I I did have a chance to reach out to him, and I did, uh, because, you know, in the heat of the moment, we we do and say things we're not proud of. Let's just be honest about it. And when it's like that, it, it's not an easy time. I mean, like, I'm not making an excuse for him, but I've been there, and I've been irate until I got to see the, the show pick. And, boy, I mean, I'm here to tell you, I was glad I didn't open my mouth because I would have definitely stuck my foot in it. So, you know, it happens. It happens. And I hope people don't think that's him every day. He's a great uh, coach. He's a great nutritionist. And he was supposed to be talking about one of the people he had actually taken to the stage and had done at, and had won his pro card. So, you know, that's what we were, were, were aiming for. And, obviously, uh, we missed the target uh, in the uh, – but it's not for, for, for lack of trying. I'll just say it like that. That's right. That's right. So anyway, moving on. Anyway. <laughs> moving yeah. on to number two. And was there a drum oh, roll of beatboxing? <laughs> I got that. Hold on. Hold on. Doom. 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 Oh shoot! See, we got all wrapped up in our in our, in our derailment. That uh, yes, we did. Woo-hoo. Anyway, number two, number two, making a repeat appearance. Doctor Peter was in our uh, first half of the top five, talking about red light, and now we have Doctor Peter Johansky coming in at number two with his show about blue light. And this and this is actually oh, wow. the show that kicked it off, that, that sparked it, um, the reason why we got into the red light, because he had been writing about the blue light and training and our circadian rhythm for Iron Man magazine. And actually, Dr. Peter writes for Iron Man on a regular basis and has lots of great stuff pertaining to health that we just don't think about, which is a blue light. And blue light, most of you are probably aware, is, is not really good for us. Um, it's, it's a lot of eye strain and uh, can uh, bring down your vision prematurely. And so that's what most people kind of think of blue light. We have it on our phones, computer monitors. TV station, I mean TV stations, television sets, 
all of those things emitting blue light so we can see all those fantastic colors on our screen. Um, uh-huh. The very interesting part of that is I mentioned our circadian rhythm, and this is actually like our natural clock. It's our natural Mm -hmm. clock that our body runs off of, and um, it regulates our sleep-wake cycle. It triggers hormones. It triggers body function. And that clock is regulated by the lights that come in through our eyeballs. And so what the blue light replicates are most LED lights that we now have in our house that are energy efficient. Um, It's like the brightest light. It replicates the brightest natural light that we can be exposed to, which is generally noon. So if you wake up and you're turning on artificial light and you step outside and it's still dark and you get in your car and you go to work and you're surrounded by artificial light again, your body thinks that it's noon because our natural clock is triggered by the different rays of light and at different times of the day, they trigger different things. And if our body always thinks it's noon, then it's only triggering the functions that we would normally do at noon. So it can make it harder to go to sleep because it thinks, mm-hmm. oh, it's still in the middle of the day. It's not time it's to go to sleep yet. What a great yeah. uh, I mean, That's back. why they tell you to not watch TV, to put your phones down at least an hour before you go to bed, those sorts of things so that your brain can come down so your, you know, internal clock circuitry can come down to the time of day that you're actually are at so that your body can do the function it's supposed to do at that particular time. And so that was the big aha for me during that interview because I really had not paid attention to um, blue light other than, you know, just the basic stuff. You can get blue light blockers, all that great stuff. But then when he started talking about a circadian rhythm and then how that impacts you know, our sleep, hormone release, and all of those things. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And then you start pairing that with, well, then how does that impact building muscle and the hormones and the rest needed in order to build that muscle? And are you helping yourself or hurting yourself by not keeping your body on the right schedule that it needs to be on to function at its optimum level? And so that kind of stuff is fascinating to me. I could probably geek out on that, you know, for a long time. But I won't. I won't. Well, Your thoughts, Ken? Can I answer that? Well, yeah, I you know, I think about it. We have more people working online at home, and I was just thinking how that's going to increase uh, the issues with sleep deprivation if yeah. they're not careful. Yeah, because at least, you know, I mean, if you have laptops or computers at home, I mean, working from home, you know, putting in a full day's work and then working from home is probably nothing new. But really when you, you know, at least you had to get out of your house and drive somewhere to get to where you were going. So the odds of your eyeballs being exposed to natural light, at least, you know, part of the year were, you know, at least in your favor as long as you roll down your window, I guess, or we're walking outside. But if you're working from home and you don't get out and go for a walk or don't leave your basement or don't leave your home office ever, then you are deprived of a lot of things. 
Wow, get out. Nature wise. Good day. Good day. So, wow. That's all that's I have to say about true. that, Taylor Patterson. Yeah. And, and just think if we didn't have it on the show, there, there'd be people that still thought they were doing okay. Yeah. But you need to get up, get away from your television, get away from your computer. You know, Dr. Peter says, um, you know, you should really get outside within an hour of waking up and spend about 20 minutes if you can. I realize, you know, in the Midwest it's awfully cold here, and in other states we're all in winter. Some states not so much. But to get out and expose yourself to natural lighting. Right, it doesn't terrible. have to be super terrible. bright. Expose your eyes to natural lighting. Thank you. you. You know, Thank your mind you. always goes, always goes I'm, to. I, I work in a gym. I know how they think. <laughs> So, um, and that just helps set your clock correctly each day. So you don't get your clock, get your clock clean. started set each day. That's how you're going to get your clock cleaned. <laughs> That's right. So anyway, Dr. Peter and the blue light diet. We talked about red light, which is great. We need more of that. Blue light, Green which light. has gold, but we need Dynamite less of that. Blue. So Dynamite Blue. And uh, that interview was on February 6th, February 6th. And here we are, guys. We are down to it. And the number the one show night. of 2020. Yeah, I mean, we're almost a year to the, well, I mean, we're still three weeks, three and a half weeks off. Second but mom. almost a year to Second the date of when that interview, when that interview um, took place. But, um our number one interview of 20 – I could have never guessed that this would be the number one most listened to interview of the year. I I just never would have in my wildest dreams. Even even though it was a good interview, I did not get off of that um, phone evening and be like, I bet you this is going to be number one. Right. <laughs> it just didn't hit me that way. But here it is. Beatbox, please. Boom, ba boom, ba boom, ba boom, ding, 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 ding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number one interview of 2020 was with Kent Byerly of the ANBF, and he was there to talk to us about, hey, well, it was supposed to be about what the ANBF was about, what the organization had going on, upcoming shows, and all that stuff, because this was before. Mind you, this interview took place February 18th, so this was before the world had gone crazy and shut down. So we were like, okay, organization that we haven't really highlighted before, let's talk about it, let's get, you know, find out what you got going on, let's get athletes excited. But you know what was going on at the same time, which we also touched on, which now that I think about it is the reason why I think uh, so many ears tuned in is that another organization had a little bit of a little, I don't know if scandal is the right word, but scandal is the word I'm going to use because it's the one that's on my mind. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, one of their um, frontline guys, promoter, organized organization supporters, um, had just failed a drug test. Mm-hmm. And so we did touch on that whole kebabble on that show as well. And let me tell you, there was a lot of real discussion <laughs> that went on um, during that interview. 
about the ANBS and about this other organization and just what the heck was going on. Yeah. And it wasn't pretty. There was just nothing good to say about that other than, you know, they were, my goodness. Um, Yeah, there's just nothing good to say about it. There's no right. There's no right way to talk about a wrong situation other than just talk about it. And I think uh, that's where, you know, so many people were frustrated about everything is because nobody was talking about it. It was, it was kind of one of those, you, you, you got to do something. You just got to do something because it's, it's not pretty. It just was not a pretty scenario. It's not a pretty setup. Everything about it was just ugly because, to be promoted for doing wrong should never be acceptable. And it, that's exactly what it was looking like. And then to be in, you know, to have any say over drug testing, are you kidding me? I'll let you speak first, Dad. I'm a little too confused right now. (laughs) Well, I don't have too much more to say about that. Other yeah. than, yeah, now that I reflect on it, that that was why. But as far as the NANBF goes, um, unfortunately, their season was canceled. But I will say that Kent was one of the few pioneers while we were still yet trying to figure out what was going on in the natural bodybuilding community that uh, had a virtual show. And yeah. Never had seen that before, but uh, he he hosted a virtual show and it was very inexpensive to participate in. And uh, you know, there the athletes who had been prepping for a competition season but didn't have anywhere to go at that point um, took advantage of it and had a good time. And you know, Kaylin and I both served as judges for that, which was a unique experience. Um, very. And, yeah, very unique. Um, would never be my ideal situation, but I applaud Kent for his creativity and the way that it was organized and, you know, it got it done. And then eventually we yeah. were able to get to the stage, you know, as a Natty community. But, uh, you know, when there was nothing else going on, he stepped up and was like, all right, well, we're going to do something and here's how we're going to do it. And so his virtual show was good. Sad to see that they ended up canceling the rest of the season for the NANDF promoters and the organization. But, you know, we'll watch to see what's going to happen in 2020, 2021 with them. But he definitely tried. Yes. He did definitely try. So so we have to say about that. That's all we got to say about that. But if you look at the people who backed up what they said, that was the one thing you could take from everything that happened that year, well, this year. People who said they were going to try did everything they possibly could to make it happen. And you, you learn the people that, you know, when they say put up or shut up, well, they put up. They stepped up and they did what they could when it was in their realm to do. Because like Dad said, there are some people that tried just as hard and every door was slammed in their face. But 
you they they tried. I mean, that, the thing that just where your heart just goes out for them is because they did they did everything they possibly could, and some came out winners and some came out losers. And you know, for what when I went to the show that Ray Bischowski did in November, and also the one with Josh Miller uh, the month prior to that, they had. So many last-minute changes that you would honestly think that somehow, some way, it was going to fall apart, and they found a way to make it happen. So, you know, when when you have people that are set to do what can be done, they find a way, and it was just really amazing to watch that happen because so many other organizations and promoters had done the exact same steps and had everything shut down. And they still said, if there's a way for this to happen, I'll keep pushing through. And, and that's what happened. So it was, it was beautiful to watch. It's definitely beautiful to know that the promoters are doing what they can when they can. And it's also amazing to watch. What, Des, are you okay? No, I'm good. I'm here. I, I, it sounded like I was hearing you laugh. No, I was coughing. Oh, I'm sorry. And I just made it worse by pointing it out. No. Yeah. What a great teammate I am. <laughs> sorry. That's okay. Dad. No, I was not laughing at your seriousness there. I thought somebody was messing with you while you were, while, were on the phone. <laughs> nope. Small good, nope. though. No, you so are all okay. right. So, so. You know, that was, that's what I got out of that, and I, I really enjoyed. Like it, 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 in the down times, what, what did they say? You see the stars brightest, or you see the brightest stars. And I mm-hmm. think in this darkness, we we definitely got to see a lot of stars shine through. Yep, no doubt, no doubt. So, twenty twenty one or twenty twenty, what? However you feel about it. I mean, it wasn't all bad. Definitely through a lot nope. of challenges. Definitely had its, you know, just very sad times, confusing times, angry times. But there was good stuff in there too, and yes. I think that's been um, evidenced by just our top ten and just the different topics and people that we covered during that time. Well, they definitely deserve to be in the top ten. No doubt. No doubt. I mean, all interviews, I mean, and and this count, I mean, I had someone ask me the other day, well, how do people get in your top ten? And I'm like, well, it all is based on, um, you know, live listens and downloads. And whichever Mm -hmm. interview gets the most, that's how it makes it. So it has nothing to do with whether Kaylin and I liked it, didn't like it, all of that good stuff. It's all based on you guys out there in listener land and this is how your listens and downloads tallied up and this is how the votes were cast and so you know it's all good it's all up to you guys it's it all came down to you guys for sure it all came down to you so anyway there you have it guys the top well, we didn't cover all 10 tonight, but if you've been listening over the past couple of weeks, you've got the top 10. 
We will have to post that on uh, Midwest Muscle so you have the full countdown with links to the interviews, and you guys can check the archives there as well if you haven't already been tootling around the archives on your own. And that's all I have to say about that. That's all I got to say about that. Other than I know our top ten would have been much greater if Snookerdoodle had been involved. (laughs) Well, you know, all I have to say is hashtag chocolate way for the win in 2021. And you all know how it goes. Your body is a temple. So let's build it. What's Snookerdoodle? 